Yeah. Welcome to your Tuesday edition of Transformation Radio. As we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, our narrative today will come from the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 10. We'll read through verses 1 through 18. We'll see that Paul's opponents question his authority. 
We know that the majority of Corinthian believers sided with Paul. However, a minority continued to slander him, saying that he was bold in his letters but had no authority in person. Uh, we, like Paul, are merely weak humans, but we don't need to use human plans and methods to win our battles. God's mighty weapons are available to us as we fight against the devil's strongholds. The Christian must choose whose methods to use, God's or the world's. Paul uses military terminology here in this passage to describe this warfare against sin and Satan. God must be the commander-in-chief. Even our thoughts must be submitted to His control as we live for Him. Spirit-empowered believers must capture every thought and yield it to Christ. When exposed to ideas or opportunities that might lead to wrong desires, you have a choice. You can recognize the danger and turn away, or you can allow unhealthy thoughts to take you captive. You capture your fantasies and desires when you honestly admit them to the Lord and ask Him to redirect your thinking. Ask God to give you the spirit of discernment to keep your thoughts focused on His truth. Now, when we do something well, we want to tell others and be recognized. But recognition is dangerous. It can lead to inflated pride. How much better it is to seek the praise of God rather than the praise of people. Then when we receive praise, we will be free to give God the credit. And with that, let's begin our reading today, here in the New Testament. September 8th, the New Testament, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 1 through 18. Now I, Paul, appeal to you, Corinthians, with the gentleness and kindness of Christ. Though I realize you think I am timid in person and bold only when I write from far away. Well, I am begging you now so that when I come, I won't have to be bold with those who think we act from human motives. We are human, but we don't wage war as humans do. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. And after you have become fully obedient, we will punish everyone who remains disobedient. Look at the obvious facts. Those who say they belong to Christ must recognize that we belong to Christ as much as they do. I may seem to be boasting too much about the authority given to us by the Lord, but our authority builds you up. It doesn't tear you down. So I will not be ashamed of using my authority. I'm not trying to frighten you by my letters. For some say, Paul's letters are demanding and forceful, but in person he is weak and his speeches are worthless. Those people should realize that our actions when we arrive in person will be as forceful as what we say in our letters from far away. Oh, don't worry. We wouldn't dare say that we are as wonderful as these other men who will tell you how important they are but they are only comparing themselves with each other, using themselves as the standard of measurement. How ignorant! We will not boast about things done outside our area of authority. We will boast only about what has happened within the boundaries of the work God has given us, which includes our working with you. 
We are not reaching beyond these boundaries when we claim authority over you, as if we had never visited you. For we were the first to travel all the way to Corinth with the good news of Christ. Nor do we boast and claim credit for the work someone else has done. Instead, we hope that your faith will grow, so that the boundaries of our work among you will be extended. Then we will be able to go and preach the good news in other places far beyond you, where no one else is working. Then there will be no question of our boasting about work done in someone else's territory. As the Scriptures say, If you want to boast, boast only about the Lord. When people commend themselves, it doesn't count for much. The important thing is for the Lord to commend them. And now, as we move on into the book of Psalms, our reading is from Psalm 52, verses 1 through 9. This psalm was written about Doeg the Edomite, who had betrayed Ahimelech and David and then killed God's priests. Doeg thought he was a great warrior, even boasting about his deed. In reality, his deed was evil, an offense to God. You know, it's easy to mistake accomplishment for goodness. Just because something is done well or thoroughly doesn't mean it's good. For example, someone may be a great gambler or a skillful liar. Measure all you do by the rule of God's Word, not by how proficiently you do it. With God by his side, David compared himself to an olive tree thriving in the house of God. Not only is an olive tree a thriving tree, It is one of the longest living trees as well. David was contrasting God's eternal protection of his faithful servants with the sudden destruction of the wicked. Psalm 52, verses 1-9 through For the choir director, a psalm of David. Regarding the time Doeg the Edomite said to Saul, David has gone to see Ahimelech. Why do you boast about your crimes, great warrior? Don't you realize God's justice continues forever? All day long you plot destruction. Your tongue cuts like a sharp razor. You're an expert at telling lies. You love to destroy others with your words, you liar. But God will strike you down once and for all. He will pull you from your home and uproot you from the land of the living. Interlude The righteous will see it and be amazed. They will laugh and say, Look what happens to mighty warriors who do not trust in God. They trust their wealth instead and grow more and more bold in their wickedness. But I am like an olive tree, thriving in the house of God. I will always trust in God's unfailing love. I will praise you forever, O God, for what you have done. I will trust in your good name in the presence of your faithful people. Proverbs chapter 22, verses 26 and 27. Don't agree to guarantee another person's debt or put up security for someone else. If you can't pay it, even your bed will be snatched from under you.
Jim Haddix, um, leaving second phase today, going into third. I just want to give affirmation to the guys in first and in second, all my brothers I've been with. Um, it's been a really great time. Um, I have found peace, joy, love. Second phase has been really good to me. I've grown tremendously. Um, I've seen 
so many different things happen in God's world that I've come to the to my Savior Jesus Christ. It has been one of the most wonderful rides of my life, um, the most wonderful ride of my life. At this time, um, I have love for others. My heart's no longer hardened. Um, it's just full of joy. I enjoy spending time with others when at one time I was isolated. I also um, love seeing my brothers grow. For each day it goes by, the ones that are sticking this out really have grown tremendously. And um, we got a brotherly unity that I've never had before. Guys I can really trust in. That give you hope when you're down. Um, we pick each other up daily. It's a great thing. Um, I just want to say to all the guys that are first phase, and the guys that are coming in that hear this, um, don't quit. Stick it out. It gets much better. Um, do your best to continue walking in the faith of Jesus Christ. I've seen families restored one after another. Both my sons now are trying to get clean from drug addiction. Also, um, I've, I've seen families, guys that never thought they'd be able to reconnect with their children. That happens on a monthly basis. I mean, it's just a wonderful, wonderful place. Um, if there's any place that you'll get your life right, it's right here at the refuge. Love you guys. That was outstanding. Yeah. Praise God for that. Yeah.
My name is uh, Donnie Fisher. I'm from Circleville. Uh, I, uh, my pastor talked about the refuge because I needed some help because I was off the train. And uh, he, he brought me to the church. We went to the refuge down in Benton County, and uh, it's changed my life. I, I was illiterate to God, uh, didn't know what path to be going down of. And uh, the farm really helped me out. It helped me open my heart up to God, showed me the way, introduced me into uh, 10, 12 brothers that have come to love like my own family. Uh, the overseers are awesome down there. They, they kind of lead you in the right path, kind of keep you accountable for yourself. And uh, I'm hoping to uh, complete the 12-month program so that way I can... Uh, hold myself accountable for the, the wrongdoings I've done through my life. Just tried to better myself from me, my family, uh, just to get a good grip on the Lord in my life and, uh, and what He's done to me so far, and I can't wait to see what He's going to do for me because what He's done just in a short amount of time, 28 days, is unbelievable. He's showed me so many good things that's to come and just as long as I walk in this, uh, walk in the path that he's showing for me. And uh, I'd like to give a shout out to uh, Luke and Austin down in first phase. Uh, just stick it out, brothers, and just hang in there because good things are coming your way. And I appreciate you. I love you.
I look up to the mountains. Does my strength come from the mountains? No. My strength comes from God, who made heaven and earth and the mountains.
And thank you for listening to Transformation Radio.